starting to floss there for a minute and I realized <laughs> I was sitting down and I'm going to hurt myself. <laughs> How's everybody anyway, doing today? <laughs> remix. Fine. <laughs> Just fine. We are trucking along. Rocking and rolling. Yeah. So I was doing my weekend reading, as I always am. I'm jumping right in today in case you didn't notice. And uh, I came across these two totally different articles uh, that were framed up the exact same way. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so talking about those with the girls. <laughs> Especially Kelsey. She's going to love the second one. We're going to we're going to ease our way into that one. Oh, boy. First one. And you know what? Let's make it like a let's make it like a game. Mm. I like games. Four ways to stand out at work. In a good way? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Just need to make sure what we're guessing. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that if we had to stand out at work in a bad way, that that often can't be planned. I got that covered. It's when spontaneous things happen and take over. Yeah, right. you got that covered? I want to hear, hear that story. Anyway, four so, ways to stand out positively at work. <laughs> four ways to stand out positively at work. Yeah. Somebody want to take a guess? Always say yes. I was just going to say be a yes person. Nope. Oh. The P that you did at the end of nope hurt my eardrum. That's what my exhaust did when I was driving today. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Very plosive P's. (laughs) I won't do that anymore. You're really good at that. Okay, let's see. Show up on time. uh, Put effort into your work. Mmm. I would say those are all basic expectations. So I'll give you the first one, stand out at work. And this one is not relevant here because it's such a small company, but I'll give you an example of where this was super important for me. Know everybody's name. Oh, okay. Just be, like, personable. No, actually How's know that going to make name? you stand out if you know everybody? Because it's amazing how often people don't remember other people's names. Yeah, I'm horrible oh, at so that. like being impressive by knowing and remembering everybody's uh-huh. name. Uh-huh. Okay. So I worked at a really big call center. This was in the South a while ago. <laughs> Probably 400 people. You knew all of them. I, it, it was the, I had come from a call center that had 80 people. That, was, that was easy to know everybody's name. It, 400 people, oh my God. And I was the manager of the place, so I just sort of instinctively knew it's going to be really important as the boss to demonstrate the fact that hey, I know everybody's you. name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would make me feel special. Because mm-hmm. I know I felt that way in college sometimes. Like if my professor did or didn't know my name, I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, exactly. <laughs> what is that saying about me? Am I not <laughs> standing mm-hmm. out enough? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I didn't think about it at all at the time. All I was thinking was I love to be able to say, hi, Alana. Hello, Kelsey. I like to use people's names. Mm-hmm. So that was just... Like an effort that I put in really hard in the beginning so that I could say your name when I said hello, because I like to do that. And it wasn't until I left and I'm at my going away party and like six different people said that to me, that I they I made such a favorable impression because it was noticeable how many people's names I knew. So did you make a conscious effort to oh do that? Oh my God, like okay. harder than it, more than it. You like, like made like flashcards and... No. <laughs> no. No. 
I, oh, I did not. Okay. I just isn't it funny? But no, because it was just something that I literally concentrated yeah. on. So introducing you myself, and when you're introducing yourself back to me, trying really hard to oh, make yeah. sure I understood the pronunciation. Oh yeah. Then it helps if you see that person again in the same day, use the name again, so it starts to get embedded. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I'm not sure all the things I did. I just know I tried really hard at it, and I did good at it at that, at that one job, and it always stuck with me how important it was. So again, it's easier when it's smaller, and so quite frankly, it might not help you stand out at a smaller company because it's just a natural thing. But the bigger the company gets, the more important it is to remember everybody's name. Okay. Uh, my next one, and this one is actually fun because this came up on last week's podcast when Alana was sort of lecturing to Kelsey. What I'm was like, she lecturing? When did I lecture? Uh, it wasn't a lecture. That's the wrong word. <laughs> yeah, the wrong word. I don't you accept were, those. Uh, you were coaching Kelsey. I, I am a coach. Mm-hmm, you I absolutely are. And she was coaching you on accountability. Oh, God. And what did I'm, I do? I'm, I'm going oh, off on Oh, this a, was... Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you guys know the difference between accountability and responsibility? Responsibility is something that you are in charge of making sure handles, right? And accountability is being able to say, yeah, I did that, or yeah, I didn't, or yeah, I fucked that up, or no, I didn't. <laughs> right? Nope. Res- yeah, I don't know. Responsibility is when it's yours to give, take, manage, exert, whatever. Responsible for your behavior, responsible for your mistakes, responsible for your successes. Accountable is what others impress on you. Other people hold you accountable. For what? You can hold yourself accountable for something. Well, so that's why I, I wanted to bring it up because it's interchangeable. Yeah, so I'm it's confused. The, so th- I'm going off on a weird little vocabulary yeah, I tangent. I remember what she was coaching me she was about saying, accountability. She on. said, and you, you used it perfectly. You said, I'm going to be holding you accountable for finding ways to keep your cup full. I'm going to check with you oh. on your music. I'm going to check with yeah. So and holding it was me accountable. She was going to hold you accountable, so and she what does can. That mean? But that means you need to be responsible. So that's She's what I'm saying. Holding. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. But accountability comes from an external source, mm-hmm. and responsibility is internal. So but when are you, you still say accountable you accountable for your own. That's why I was just going to say me? that's that's the mistake that gets made is when you say I'm going to hold myself accountable. Okay, that's. Fine, but the more correct way to say it is I will be responsible for keeping my cup full, for playing my guitar, whatever. So anyways, I was listening to it. I'm like, I have to make sure I draw the distinction between accountable and responsible, Mm -hmm. Uh, which was a total tangent to say. And I followed up with you today. (gasps) Did you? Didn't I? And I Didn't ta- I, and I ta- say I did? No. Oh, she did. She asked me if I, I pulled out my instruments, but I was drinking all weekend, said, so no. I said, what about golf balls? Did you hit any golf I balls? I went to go hit golf balls yesterday, but my friend's out of balls. <laughs> so I just want you guys to balls. know that I knew what happened before either one of you explained it, because all you had to say, Alana, was, and did you? And by the look on her face, I knew right away, she did not. <laughs> Hashtag guilty. <laughs> But she's going to continue to hold you accountable, and you need to continue to be responsible for your own fulfillment and happiness. So this accountable is responsible for oneself, but from somebody else? Correct. To that person? Correct. Okay, you're complicating it. Yeah, but that's how my brain works. I don't understand things unless I break them down and get it. She got it right. I mean, it did sound a little bit more complicated, but she got it right. <laughs> okay. You did. So it's responsibility. So, uh, but not. Right. Okay. Which is the segue <laughs> to the actual second thing. I know that took a while, and this is not the episode where we have minutes to burn. Um, so, this, so I'll give you this one. I'm going to make you guess the rest, though. So <laughs> the second thing, stand out at work, take responsibility for your mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I will do that. Does so, it include an apology when you take responsibility? 
Does I it always have to include an apology? No, I think it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Somebody's like, hey, what happened here? And you're like, I fucked that up. My bad. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. And I would always give this advice to my subordinates um, because the phrase I always used, the moment you raise your hand and accept responsibility, you take all of the wind out of your adversary's sails. All of them. Mm. Because literally, you know, this whole cross-pointing finger thing. Yeah, you know? you're pointing back at you. Yeah, we cannot find a solution until blame has been properly assigned. It's amazing how common in the workplace nobody wants to take responsibility. And so literally, it just becomes Everybody an argument. Everybody gets in trouble. It becomes an argument about who to blame. Yeah. Which is why when you stand up and say, you know what, I'm going to take that one for the team. That was so my fault. I'm sorry. The conversation is over. Yeah, there's nothing else to be discussed. Oh, my God. It is the most powerful thing you can do in the middle of a debate. Mm -hmm. And it blows my mind how many people can't do it. Mm-hmm. So always be ready and willing to accept responsibility for your contributions. Yeah, to some it. people might be nervous or scared or embarrassed or feel stupid, but at the end of the day, it's going to come out and some way or another. You might as well just... And at the end yeah, of the day, the brouhaha you make for not accepting responsibility is 10 times worse than what would happen when you stand up and accept responsibility because it's impressive. People love it when they see somebody accept responsibility. They immediately get behind yeah. you. I mean, even start paying attention. This might happen in this afternoon's meeting. Yeah. If somebody accepts responsibility, you'll see how the entire group will be like, okay, great. Then people are like, they're impressed with you. Yeah. And then shit moves on. So, so not to be confused with making excuses or being defensive, accepting responsibility is saying, I did that. And not saying because blah, 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 or just, you know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? I'm sure Mm -hmm. you could explain if there was like a tech error or something, but you can't say this happened because I messed up because of that person. Because then you're taking the responsibility and just trying to toss it, Mm. I feel. Yeah. So um, I I think the answer is yes, you can do both. You can explain some of the reasons behind whatever the error or issue is at hand that's being discussed so that there's a larger sense of shared understanding mm-hmm. about what went sideways. Mm-hmm. But but doing that doesn't have to get in the way of you saying, that is completely my responsibility. Mm-hmm. I failed to do X, Y, Z because ABC happened. However, that's no excuse. Oh, okay. I learned I from this. Saying. It will not be happening again. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes a big difference. Yeah. Like I said, neutralizes all kinds of hostility. I think, I think that's really important, too. Like, when you acknowledge that you did something wrong, also adding that you will work on not having that become a problem again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. The I only think that's thing huge. I think that's the like sub impression. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite sayings, the only thing bad with mistakes is when they get repeated. Yeah. One it's over, a mistake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you learn anything? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's actually something that I always try and like focus on with the production team is making sure that if we make a mistake how can we make sure that that doesn't happen yeah. again? What did we learn from it? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times there are fantastic opportunities that reveal themselves. And you're like, oh, my God, that was a gap. We didn't realize that was going to happen. Now we do. Gaps closed. Yeah. Won't happen again. Yeah. End yeah. of story. Yeah. The next- and when we forget to double check things and we hit that situation, we remember to double check things. Mm-hmm. And we hold each other accountable. And yes, then we you both do. know. We're kind of like, hey, did you do that? Yeah. Did you get that? Yeah. We're good. Mm-hmm. We're good. <laughs> 
<laughs> this uh, you're good. It's good. Good. It's good. 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 <laughs> this next one you guys already do, um, so I, we don't have to spend too much time on it. But I thought it was interesting that it made the list. It as makes something, us stand out because it makes <gasps> you stand out. Wait, us? Yeah, mm-hmm. us. Which can only mean to me that we a lot stand of out. which means that a lot of people must not do this. <clears throat> it's res- it's respect your elders. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah, so it if respecting, be that hard to do. If respecting no, your elders makes you stand out at work, then I think that there are a lot of issues out there. We've talked about the multi-generational workforce. There is workforce. some issues. Yeah. If, if I feel like somebody my age that's talking shit to somebody older than them just because they feel like they can, is a, you're a fucking asshole, yeah. okay? Don't talk shit to an adult just because you feel entitled, because mm-hmm. mommy and dad, you made you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Respect everybody. So just keep in mind, when you guys move on to a bigger place, it'll help you stand out. Oh, I have no problem being nice to people I that are know. nice to me. You There's some your... elders within other locations here, yeah, that yeah. I don't get along with because they're rude to me. Right. But I just try to avoid them. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, and it's funny because we talked about this on a recent episode where I made some sort of comment about, you know, it's your job to make your boss look good. And Kelsey gave me a dirty look when I said it, but it's very true. Uh, this one said a slightly different way, but it's a game changer on being able to stand out and that is anticipate your boss's needs Kelsey doesn't like that one either go ahead so so when I have five or six people working for me and they've all worked with me for at least a year and so they know uh, Jenny is you know she loves deadlines so you make sure no we're not kiss up shit so you make sure you always meet your deadlines or even better come in under them. Or um, Jenny's really big on making sure that there's clear documentation and next steps, and she always checks off the box to make sure we're staying on track. And so I'm going to put together a project list for her that shows her in those steps what my list is and how far I am. Like you start to understand what your boss's style is, Mm -hmm. and then you make adjustments accordingly Mm -hmm. that fit your boss's style. For somebody who has a lot of direct reports, Life just got so much easier Mm -hmm. because I have somebody who understands how I like to work and is helping me work that way. Mm -hmm. So paying attention to what your boss's needs are and then being able to anticipate them and serve them without being asked could be a game changer. Trust me. I've had it. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. It's still okay to ask, though, right? Oh, of course. (laughs) I was over there thinking. Well, because I'm just like, you know, sometimes you can't really read people's styles. Yeah, and I'm not telling you to guess. I'm saying as you've worked with somebody for a while, and so you have a very clear clear idea of their preferences, then change things to anticipate those preferences. Yeah, customize it. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get up. Yeah, don't guess. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so that's four ways to stand out at work. And then the other one, <laughs> this one's just going to be fun. Four small ways to improve your performance every single day. Mm-hmm. Look at the terrified look on her face. I think she's interested. <laughs> pointing to Kelsey. <laughs> I thought of Kelsey, actually, when I, when, I, uh, when I saw the list. Guess what the first thing on the list is? Mm-hmm. Read. <laughs> Read every day. Read what? Everything about your industry, about your development, about the world, about politics, about pop culture, about life. Reading articles online about stuff doesn't count? Absolutely it counts. No, I read about movies all the time. Okay, we'll change that up. We actually had the conversation about customizing your newsfeed, right? You yeah, guys mine remember says that? Avengers. Okay, so I, I want <laughs> you... I'm like so proud of that. Yeah, <laughs> the, it pops me all up the Marvel stories. I want you... 
to go in and browse all of the different news channels that can be ported into your feed. And I want you to find some that are about the industry. I want you to find some that are about um, either young politics or young news headlines or stuff that interests you. I want you to pipe in some about music, golf. I want you to cultivate a list of news sources so that when stuff comes across your feed, it's going to be stuff you're interested in, it's going to be stuff that educates you, and it's not just about Avengers. Got to constantly work on evolving that mind. Mm -hmm. Learning keeps you young. Yeah. Can't live in a bubble. Exactly. It's too much of that. Okay. So, that's it. We're going to read every day. Number two, connect. Connect every day. Oh, like socially? Socially, personally, professionally, via social media, via a cup of coffee with somebody. Make a connection every single day. Okay. I get, I'm going to guess you already do that, Alana. I mean, I try to reach out to people every day, you know, my friends or whatever, uh -huh. check in on them, things like that. Mm -hmm. Do what I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, think, I, think I reach out to Kelsey, like, when I'm here, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Sometimes when I'm on my way home, I get a message from Alana. Yeah. Aww. Now, let me ask you, Kelsey, so do you do that for other people? Do you pay that forward? Message other people? Connect with other people, reach out to other people, I mean, probably in. not as frequent as she does with me, but I, I definitely message my friends. I have a friend from, like, third grade that I haven't talked to in a few months, and I felt really bad about it, and I thought about it the other day, so I messaged her, and I was like, hey, how have you been? How's it going? Good. And my other friend got food poisoning over Memorial Day weekend, so I messaged <laughs> her yesterday, and I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? So okay. I talked to her. Good. And um, So let's just expand that a little bit to work when you can. So just try and try and connect every day. These are these are four small ways does to improve. Does sending stupid stuff in group chats count? Hell, yeah, it does. Oh, I do that all the time. Nothing <laughs> connects like a good meme. Out of meme. nowhere at, at the Comic-Con when I got our... Uh, what, our schedule got emailed to me or something. And you opened it? Well, I got the notification and I screenshot. screenshotted my notification. And I sent it to the group chat. I was like, aha, I told you guys I get emails. <laughs> just not to be impressed. funny. <laughs> not impressed. Just Judgy funny. shaking just of just the funny. head. Yeah. Not impressed. Just teasing. I know you are. Um, well, if you thought those first two were hard, Kelsey, this last one will be really hard. Oh, God. Wait, there's only three? There's four. Oh, okay. But I'm on number three. Yeah, that's Because we are right on track. Yeah. Right. I suck at that. But I you like you it. Write but look at it. Day. Not physically. Oh. Oh. You, not your handwriting. <laughs> I was like, She's I can't saying, even write it. Remember, you told me that you wrote I loved my a blog. police drama or something like that. Yeah, I have the first like page. <laughs> I just never got into it. It's a book. I started a short story. That's awesome. What's but I didn't do anything with it. What's it about? It's about this police officer who's new to the job, and they don't work in the best area, but they want to be a good cop and and actually not be that dickhead that pulls people over and writes tickets like, ha-ha, I just fucked your day up, but actually is concerned. And the story starts off with him on one of his first calls, and it's been a high-speed accident on the highway. And everybody's just trying to lock up the driver because he's a minority, so he must have caused the accident, right? Well, no, the cop's going to show up and figure out that there was something actually wrong with dude's car. It wasn't his fault at all. Yeah, it just started my story. Nice. How does it end? 
I only have the first page, so I haven't figured that out yet. So the people are gonna love him. You're and giving prob- yourself homework assignments. He's you know probably that, right? gonna end up dying, <laughs> saving a baby in a fire or something. Yeah. So I, I will give you the first. Well, first of all, because does that sound like you would want to read it though? Because I don't. I asked you about that months ago, and you were like, "Yeah, well, I have this written, started, and or started to write it." I and did. It's like I gotta find my notepad. Oh my know. gosh, Kelsey, you somewhere. have it up in your head. So you I can just regurgitated it. it. Yeah, but I had like detail about like him driving the car and stuff. I don't know what I wrote. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> because the first thing on the list was reading. Anybody who's a writer or who loves writing says the first way to become a good writer is to become a good reader. So I wrote some books or read some books in um, high school. So I want you to read a book <laughs> by Stephen King. Oh God! Called On Writing. That's literally what the book is about: is his thoughts on what it's like to write, and it's beautiful and informative and wonderful and funny. I thought we were going to go on about my blog post and how excited I was when I did that. It's a great book. Well, hold on. I'm going to quick finish this thought and then I want to go back to that. He talks about how the most important rule in writing before you sit down and pull up that piece of paper. Your idea. You have to know how it ends because that's what everybody fucks up is the ending. So don't even start (laughs) writing it because you'll fall in love with your descriptions and your plots and your characters and everything else. You won't get anywhere. Do not start until you know how it's going to end. That's why I asked you how. That's why I asked you so quickly. How does it end? So what I sure. So that's what I want you to spend time thinking about because you don't have to write yet because you don't know. Is this cop going to die a hero or is he going to live to see another day? Your story. It's your story. Oh God. So I don't even. I don't even know. Spend some time thinking about that. So tell me about the blog. Oh, um, this video game had come out probably uh, a couple months ago. At five this months point. ago, maybe I don't know, but it it was like a sequel spinoff to another one. Twenty years after a nuclear bombing, so I played the first one. I played the second one. I liked them both. I did kind of just like a like a article about there was a, a review, review. Her review on that video game. Awesome. Yeah, and, the, and I posted and the, it on and the, the similarities and the differences. Did it get a lot of hits? I have no I idea, but it, it's my first post. Good of for like, you. I'm like, Kelsey, you're a published author. She's yeah. like, oh, my god! I loved it. It's the <laughs> stupid little things that make me happy. You know, there's a website called Odyssey Online that lets any young person post their blogs. It's like um, medium for young people, I feel like basically. nobody's going to want to read about the video game now, though, because that's how it goes. Oh, I feel like people, people would People are love, waiting for the next shit coming out. People would love to read video game reviews, I think, regardless of how new. People haven't played every single I game. I liked my review. I, it sounds like it was fantastic. Repost it. Get it out there. Again? Why not? I don't know. So reading, writing. What was the second one you said? The the one in between reading and writing. Uh, Networker Connect. Oh yes, Connect. Okay, cool. And then the last one. This is Alana's favorite thing to do. So again, I'm recapping, in. <laughs> asking questions. <laughs> Four small things to do every day to make your career great. You Call do love up. it. You do love it when I recap. Yeah. Um, ask questions. Ask lots of questions. They can be relevant questions. They can be off-topic questions. They can be out-of-left-field questions. But every day, ask some questions. Get some answers. Nice. Ask questions. Yeah. And look at that. We did it. Perfect. Oh, my God. What a fantastic, fun, short, brief episode. Kelsey, go read. Stephen King on writing. Everybody hear that? Go read. (laughs) (laughs) And then write. Yes. All right. Thanks, you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.